Hello and welcome to Rebounding Faith. I'm Gina Ferrari. I'm Kristen Corona. And I'm Catherine Baer. When walking in faith seems impossible and you can't see the purpose in your pain, we are here to help you find hope in the struggle. Welcome to Rebounding Faith, where we're going to be talking about encouragement in faith. And this is where the podcast where we really look at what it looks like to be going through tough times and to help provide hope and purpose through both God's Word and others' experiences. I'm Catherine Baer, and I'm here with Gina Ferrari and Kristen Corona. Hi, guys. Hi. So we are ready to dive in and look at a pretty juicy topic, which is encouragement in faith. And I thought, gosh, it would be such a great way to start is to look at Hebrews 11.1 and just look at what does faith mean? And, you know, of course, Scripture says now faith is being sure we will get what we hope for. It is being sure of what we cannot see. And that's the NLV version. Um, so looking at that, ladies, and thinking about faith, it's really about the invisible becoming visible. Um, so experiencing God's invisible power and strength that I didn't have before. So that's what we cannot see. Um, and yet we're so engrossed in the visible, which is, uh, you know, the pain and the trials and the weaknesses that we have. Uh, so I just kind of wanted to think, you know, if you guys have had experience with that and just get your thoughts on, you know, invisible versus visible when it comes to faith. Yeah. The visible part is pretty easy for right. me. <laughs> you know, it's when we're right in the middle of going through uh, the difficulties. That's what's visible. Yeah. I mean, the struggle is real and it is visible to us because it's our reality. Um and the invisible being the faith uh, that we need to get through the struggle at hand. And so it right. is in those things that we can't see that's not tangible sometimes to us that are the hardest things to grasp onto. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Kristen, what, do yeah. you have um, experience with this? Do you see, you know, like a, a invisible component to it? Definitely. I mean, you know, full transparency, you know, I, I found you two women came into my life when I was probably at one of the lowest points of my life, right? I was going through yeah. uh, some really hard things and the the visible was smacking me in the face, Yeah, right? It was overwhelming how I was feeling and I was so far from even being able to feel God's power or strength in my life. Yeah. And um, just felt really helpless, you mm -hmm. know? And um, I, I do feel like in those moments, you know, you're praying and you're just waiting for something to come along that you can grasp onto. Right. Um, and it's hard. It's really, really hard. And so, um, you know, and, and you guys both know, like I, I'm still in it and mm -hmm, I'm still fighting mm -hmm. that battle right now. Right. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's overwhelming at times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think about that definition, 
you know, can we honestly say that we are sure we will get what we hope for? I, I think that that's, that's the invisible part, right? Like that, we want to believe, I think, and the desire is there, but are we sure? Can we, can we really stand up and say, there, 100%, there is no doubt, I am sure. You know, and I think that sometimes we, I know I do, I, I wrestle with that sometimes. Yeah, it, it, you know, looking at that verse and, uh, or when it's a faith is being sure that we'll get what we hope for, that isn't even always a reality mm-hmm. because we don't always get what we hope for. Right. 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 Um, but being sure that we will get what is in our highest good. That's right. That's yeah. the difference. You know what I mean? It's we we sometimes what we hope for isn't in our highest good. It yeah. isn't what is best for us. But knowing that if we have faith in the one who is able to see what is for our highest good mm-hmm. and and achieving that. So just the faith, I believe it's a faith of having the hope that we will get what is good for us right. and, and that God is working those things out in our life. Yes. Whether we can see it visibly or not, that's where the yeah. faith part comes in. Right. And and to think about, you know, that we will get what we hope for, it's something that maybe it's not something tangible. You know, maybe it's not something that is, you know, what what we think we want. You know, it's it's really about God's grace and his strength, and that's what we hope for. And that uh, in the last episode, we mentioned, you know, strength is really the capacity for endurance. And so perhaps what we hope for is the capacity for endurance. Yeah, to be able to do that. But it's interesting to think about also it is being sure of what we cannot see. And when we talk about God's traits his faithfulness, uh, his willingness to come alongside and, and uphold us in his righteous right hand. These things we can be sure of what we cannot see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's human nature, right? That we, we want things when we want them in the timeline that we want them. Right. And (laughs) I think that, (laughs) <laughs> that is all around us all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Like this feeling of in, in society tells us that we deserve to be happy all the time. And I see it all the time at work, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people are having going through a tough spell at work and they're like, I'm going to go find another job. Yeah. And, you know, people are struggling in their marriage and they're like, I'm going to go find another spouse. Like I deserve to be happy. Yeah. And so when we're forced to actually struggle, yeah. We just don't have the, the muscle strength to be able to do that because it, it it goes against what we're really being taught in society, whether it's conscious or subconscious, right? right. And I think that makes it really hard. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, our interactions with people, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I trust the people in my life the most who show up for me when I need it. Mm. When I'm struggling, they're there. They show up. They're at my house. They send me flowers. They make the call. Mm-hmm. And they're showing up in the moments when I need them the most. And it's a very tangible, visible thing. Hmm. And we don't always know God's timeline. And so it's hard. We're expecting him to show up 
when we want him to show up and society tells us that it should happen right now. And it's just a disconnect. Mm, That's a really good point. Yeah. And about the timeline, you know, we, we aren't given that information. So yeah, that, that is really hard. And when we're in pain and that uncomfortable feeling, yeah, that, that's absolutely true. We, we want to know that it's a finite period of time. And there's a beginning and there's an end. And please let me know the roadmap. <laughs> yeah, we always want to see, <laughs> yeah. know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Right. And, and we get a glimpse of that light. That's right. And sometimes yeah. we just yeah. don't. Yeah. We just yeah, don't we get just a don't. glimpse of that uh, that light. And yeah. it doesn't mean it's not there. doesn't mean that it's not on the way. But it certainly doesn't mean we can see it. And again, it's a really good point. Back to seeing it and what's visible. Right. And we're back mm-hmm. to that again. And just having to trust in the dark and just having to believe when we can't see it and it's invisible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so, you know, as you, as we go through that and we think just, just believing, you know, believing God and back to, you know, do we, we believe in God, but do we believe God? Right. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good point. Do we believe in God? Which is an easy thing to say, I believe Mm -hmm. in God. But to believe God, to believe his word, to trust in his promises, to hang on to our faith when we don't visibly see what's going on. That's a good point. Something, you know, you don't think about a lot. Um, Believing in God and believing God, yeah, you know, it's easier to just say, I believe in God. Than right. <laughs> How about you, Kristen? Yeah, I, I would say the same thing, right? It goes back to um, like the critical thinking that's necessary to be able to really establish your, your values and, and, and then hold yourself accountable to those values when it's the hardest, mm. right? Yep. So if, if I say I believe in God, then mm. what does that mean, right? right. And um, I, I need to be able to explain what that means for me, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm able to do that in any part of that is, um, I go back to one of my favorite verses in the Bible, which is Jeremiah 29, 11, and, and that's a very well-known verse mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people refer to, especially when they're in a challenging time, right? right. For yeah. I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I believe that that is what my God wants for me. Mm-hmm. So when I'm going through a tough time, that's where the rubber meets the road, right? Well, do mm-hmm. I really believe that yeah. or not? Yeah. Because if I believe that, that my God is all powerful and almighty, then I also need to be confident in that his word will lead me to where I need to be. Yes. Right. And he's okay with my discomfort. I may not be, <laughs> but he's okay with it. That's right. right. Yeah, because he sees the other side. Yeah. We don't see the other side yet. 
Uh, and, you know, we may not see the other side on this side of heaven, and that's, that's hard to accept, but we need to. Um, so I, I think about the story in Mark 4, chapter 4, uh, starting at, you know, verse 35, where, you know, he really talks about how Jesus instructed the disciples to go to the other side of the sea. And initially they took Jesus at his word. They got into the boat with him and they headed for the other side. But then, you know, when the storm arose, they grew fearful and they lost confidence that they actually would reach the shore. So when Jesus asked him, how is it that you have no faith? I mean, he could have easily just as said, you know, why are you not taking me at my word? You know, to... But again, I think Jesus knew the other side. He knew they were going to get there. It's just a question of, did the disciples believe him? So I, I love that story in that the storm arises, there's panic, Jesus is sleeping, they wake up Jesus. He says, you know, basically, oh, ye of little faith, right? Uh, and then the story stops until... The first verse in Mark 5, and and this is really worth digging into, where it says, and they came to the other side of the sea. So it was true. You know, when he said, let's go to the other side, he meant it. And I think when we go back to do we believe in God or do we believe God, I think that's there's something to that. Right, because you got to think, Putting ourselves in the position of, you know, these guys, the disciples that are on the boat with them, and he tells them to get on the boat, and we're going to go over to the other side. And so with that question, they jump in. They're not expecting a storm. Right. You know? And who is, right? Right. Hey, we're doing what God asked us to do. Right. Right? So why a storm? Right. And not a little storm. I mean, these are fishermen, a lot of them. Yeah. They're used to storms and and rocky weather and, and, you know, the boat being battered around a little bit. So for them to be in panic mode, they're scared to death. Yeah. They think they're going to die. Right. And here Jesus, who told them, get in the boat, is is sleeping sleeping. down below. Yeah. You know, so that doesn't make sense to them for the visible part of them. All they could see is, wait, we're doing what we're asked to do. And now we're going through this and we're going to die. Yeah. You know, and it's and that's how they felt. Right. That that's what was going to happen and that he didn't care. He's just down there sleeping. Why isn't he up here with us in our time? Right. Right. In their time of need. Yeah. Uh, Which is so relatable. You know, because when we think, yeah, I, I, I thought I was doing God's will. I'm walking in His way. Why such a storm? I don't understand. You know, yeah. and that's where they were. Yeah, and uh, then you know, for when they woke him up, and he's telling them, you know, like, calm down. You know, right? Uh, I got this. Yeah, you know, yeah. Where, where's your faith? Yeah, did I not tell you we're going to the other side? He, yeah. it's just a reprimand, right. In a way, you know, uh, and yet gently, but ultimately, they reached exactly where they were going. Yes, you know, and that journey, although a bit scary, could have been less chaotic mm-hmm. had they trusted the one who was there with them, saying, "We are getting there together." Yeah, yeah. 
I think it it's just, again, going back to what's visible versus what's invisible. And, you know, what's invisible in that story to me is that they, they will make it to the other side. That's what God, that's what Jesus said, you know, let's go to the other side. They will make it to the other side. What's visible is the storm, the panic, the fear, um, and all of that. And so to your point, Kristen, it's in those moments where our faith is growing. And I think, you know, the reason Jesus said that uh, when he said, you know, basically, how is it that you have no faith? It's, it's sort of to that point, like in the storm, that's when your faith is challenged. That's when, that's when it matters the most, right? Kristen, like you were saying, it's easy when you're just, you know, floating along, you know, going to yeah, the other no side. Storm. Yeah. Really sure. Like to get to the <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it takes the storm to bring about those challenges. It takes the storm to really draw that out of us and to get us to that place of, okay, you know, in those darkest moments that it really can uh, have that impact and grow us in that way. And, uh, but it's interesting when you think about that and you think, I have to choose faith. You know, it's not something that's just going to, like descend upon me. It's something that I have to actively choose. Yeah, I think so too. It is a choice. It's a daily choice, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I think there's kind of a, I don't know where we get this idea when we first become a Christian, but we, I think a lot of people think that becoming a Christian, that's the big decision, which of course it's life-saving or soul-saving mm -hmm. a decision to make. But we think that making this decision to follow Christ means an easy path. Right. It means that now I've given my life to God and now it's going to go in the direction it's supposed to when it's never promised. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's never promised. I mean, God sent his son down here who endured more hardship, pain, mm -hmm loneliness, struggle, deception, being turned on by his own friends. Right. You know what I mean? Every step of his life, it wasn't easy. It was a choice to continue to stay. And so I think that that kind of misconception sometimes throws people off a little. Mm. And I think, too, what happens is anytime, and we found this, I mean, putting this podcast together or our ministry together, yeah. whatever, every time you make the decision to step out in faith, you can guarantee the evil one is going to try to counter that with a bunch yeah. of opposition, right? Yeah. yeah. So he is going to want to trip you up and, and, and cause you to question your faith and cause you to question the very decision you made to follow God. Mm -hmm. And even in this storm that these guys are in, I just yeah. think that's like the evil one trying to say, you can't trust this guy. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. where's this guy when you need him? Well, he's down there sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of just knowing who has you mm -hmm. and even in the depths of those storms and those hardships that we're going to go through, God is who he says he mm -hmm. is. You know, he's going to be with us and um, and guide us and never let go of us and get us through to that other side. Um, it just might not be pretty getting there, you That's know? so yeah. true. Dina, I love your point around, um, like, that, that evilness that creeps in, mm -hmm. you know? And I think 
sometimes it's it shows up in ways that you wouldn't think, right? So, you know, I'll tell a quick little story, but like you guys both know that my husband Andy and I have have been struggling struggling with infertility, mm-hmm. right? And we've had a couple of miscarriages, and I'll never forget. Like last year, I was at such a low place. And I called my grandma, who's like one of my best friends. This is a woman who's like been through everything, right? She has six kids. She Mm. lost two kids. She, you know, she's been through everything. Mm. And I'm telling her, and I'm I'm in this place to your point where I do feel like evilness was creeping in and telling me like, you don't deserve this, Mm. right? Why is this happening to you? Like your God would never, should never allow this to happen to you. And I'm telling my grandma how I'm feeling. And she goes, sweetie, who do you think you are that you don't ever have to endure any pain? Who told you that? (laughs) Right. Yeah. And it was like a slap in the face, like especially coming from her. And I felt like it was God's way of being like, "Uh, hello, who do you think you are? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what it is. Right. Mm. And it shows up in, in the... Um, these ways that make us feel like we shouldn't be in the spot that we're in. And like, you know, if our God was so great, we wouldn't endure pain. And to your point, like, there's a whole life we have to live after we make the decision to be a Christian. It doesn't mean that you're like bulletproof. Right. Right. That's a good point. Right. And I think, too, sometimes it becomes even harder when we are not a threat to the evil one, when we are living our si- our lives apart from God. You know, it's when we decide to give our lives to the Lord and really be obedient to his calling on our life. Well, the very thing that the evil one wants to do, first of all, he can't have your soul because you've already given it to the Lord, right? So he can't have that. So how is he going to keep you from living out the calling on your life? to trip you up every chance he gets to he he gets to us in our thought process telling us that we're not worthy or we're not good enough or we're not deserving or God isn't good enough and our faith doesn't need to be real and all the lies and the dis, uh, deception that he brings and discouragement into our lives the he that's who he is and i think that the sometimes the more of a threat he feels the harder he's going to hit at you mm-hmm. you know and he, especially when you're new in the faith, uh, you know, it's, it's easy when you go through tough times and your roots in Christ haven't grown deep to get uprooted by the hard stuff, yeah. to get uprooted by the stresses and the factors and start to question the very God of, you know, our creator and our savior. And, and Satan is the, I mean, he's a powerful being and knows our weaknesses and doesn't want us moving forward and wants us staying right where we are or stagnant. Anything that he can do to keep us from moving forward in the calling on our life is a victory in his eyes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I think it's good that we've we've got to know and expect that life is going to be hard. It's going to be full of hardship. Sometimes it's not the evil one. It's just stinking life, yeah. you know, that's yeah. going to throw hardships your way. And sometimes it does come from a darker source. But the truth is that he who lives in us is stronger than that of the world. Mm-hmm. And we have to hold on to that and never question whose we are. 
and who has the final say if we just lean into what he's asked us to do and stay with what, even when it's invisible, stay with what we know. Right. Yeah, that, yeah. that's a, such a good point. Yeah. I love that. That's really good. I agree. I, I think that was well said. And, you know, being that we are human beings, you know, we struggle with the faith versus feeling fight, right? Like it just sucks you in. And sometimes, you know, feelings take control. And, you know, it could be anything from panic to anxiety to, you know, fear, anger, whatever that may be. Um, but, you know, I think it's in that process that God really does continue to refine us and work through that. And I think our human, it's our human nature to want to just go to sleep, you know, and just sleep through it and basically wake us up when it's over. You know, the transformation is complete. Uh, <laughs> we want the result, right? But we don't want the painful process. And, and I think, uh, most, probably nine out of 10, if not 10 out of 10 would agree with that statement. I don't think we enjoy the painful process. And so I wonder if, if Eugene or you, Kristen have thoughts on, you know, just our human tendency to, to want to do that. Oh, for sure. I mean, I am like a control freak, right? And I think, yeah, in a lot of ways that that might serve me well, right? Like mm -hmm. I'm kind of a like take initiative, take charge, hold myself highly accountable. Um, but it's a big time weakness too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, when I'm feeling out of control, I spiral really quickly and I grasp for, for anything that I can control. Mm. Um, and it's, it's, it's not healthy. Now, as I get older, I'm a little bit more mature. And yeah. I, I think it's way and a little bit wiser to at least acknowledge that it's happening. Mm -hmm. But um, there's times when I, I, I allow myself to keep going because I don't want to address the pain, mm. you know, and or maybe I'm just so mad at God that I just mm -hmm. don't even want to talk to him. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, I'm I'm not proud of that. I just think it's real sometimes. Oh, it you is. Know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So for me, it definitely shows up in me trying to control everything, and my husband is is usually um, the recipient of that, which he does not appreciate. <laughs> yes, mine, mine either. I know that's funny. Um, what about you, Gina? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, tendency to let our feelings. Yeah. Like our tendency to either try to mask or run from the pain. Yeah. Well, I'm just a whole ball of feelings. <laughs> I mean, we are, we all most are, of us really. that we're talking to right now are women, right? Yeah. So we're emotional human beings mm -hmm. uh, with feelings and our emotions can, my emotions can run very deep. Mm. You know, um, uh, I feel a lot. I'm pretty sensitive about things. And um, so, yeah, I think uh, can, 
Kristen saying that she wants to, you know, control things that makes her feel more in control, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So, yeah, I think if I allow myself to get caught up in what I'm feeling rather than what I know, and I'm somebody has to be reminded, my mom reminds me on a regular, but stay with what you know. Mm. Stay with what you know, because the questions uh, that I can come up with and go over in my mind and wondering why certain things are happening to whoever they're happening to, not just in my own life or or the feelings that I feel that cause me to doubt or... or um, insecurities or, or whatever feelings or emotions that I'm going through. And uh, some of them are positive and some of them take me down a rabbit hole, mm. you know? And so, yeah, I think it's really important for me to stay with what I know, stay with the knowledge of whose daughter I am. And mm-hmm. I am a daughter of the creator of this world, the, the daughter of the King Most High and, and take my place in that family and, and, um, and not get sucked into, um, the emotions of, of, of just day to day stuff and staying with what I know and staying with my faith and, and, um, holding on to that. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've heard both of you say that you have, you do both. You have a tendency to run and mask in different forms. And I would agree that I, I do the same thing as well. Um, and I, it's funny, I related a little bit to Kristen and to Eugenia, like both of you, uh, and, and what you do. And, and I have a tendency to want to control things as well. And it's very frustrating for me when my plan doesn't work out. And so God has been very patient with me and, uh, dutifully showing me that he is in control. And I have to tell you that that's been a painful road to surrender and to essentially lay down and accept these things. And, um, you know, I, I say the longest journey of faith sometimes is from the head to the heart. Mm. And we know these things. Mm. We know we don't have control. We know it is best to accept that God is the one driving the car, right? And mm. we know these things logically, but to actually do them and accept them and have those feelings behind them, um, that's tough. Yeah. You know, too, I am, of the three of us, um, the oldest, and um, so I have a little more... You're the wisest. (laughs) Yes. I don't know about that, but I definitely (laughs) got some years on you. So, but what I do think is that... um, you are a bit, and, and Kristen probably the same, uh, personality-wise, a little bit of a perfectionist mm. uh, and wanting that control. And what I can say in my life is nothing has turned out the way that I thought it was going to. Mm. I mean, truly, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't try so much to control things anymore because nothing really went the way that I thought it was going to. Um while that's been disappointing at times, ultimately I can see God's plan in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I've become a a lot more adaptable and flexible and just going with God and going Mm -hmm. with the flow because I have had periods in my life when I, 
uh, back when I was younger, when I did want to control things and set things uh, on a certain trajectory, and it didn't work out. Mm. It didn't go, you know, quite the way I thought, and and yet. Um, God showed me that his plan was better. Mm. And so when we were talking earlier about, man, just getting on that blessed path, the path, uh, path that's already blessed rather yeah. than asking him to bless our efforts. Right. So I, I think with time, with life, with mm-hmm. the lessons that I have learned, and girl, I have been around the block the long way on learning lessons. So um, <laughs> I think that it's... Um, I. I finally am there at that You're a professional spot. student. <laughs> That's what I call people that are Keep in school learning. forever. You're pro- yeah, we're professional students. Um, that's really good. What about, I'm curious where you guys stand on the concept of faith being a choice. Like we know, you know, that we choose to believe in God, right? But back to the question of choosing to believe God, So faith is a choice and we can pray for it, you know, we can fight for it. uh, But ultimately, you know, in the different situations of life, we have to choose it. And so I'm curious, you know, if that's a struggle for you to, you know, if when to choose faith, when we want to go the other way, when it isn't in our control, when it isn't how we would have chosen things to go. I think about this a lot because, you know, I I think people can um, interpret the Bible in in different ways. And Mm -hmm. um, I I happen to believe that God wants us to make choices. Mm. And, um, And he gives us the tools and the support and the backing and the push and the encouragement and everything that we need. But I do think it's a choice that we make. And I think um, we have a decision that we can make, right? When Mm -hmm. I'm going through a really challenging time, um, I can pull away and try and handle it myself. I can lean in to work more. I can lean into working out more. Mm -hmm. I can lean into other things that might distract me that's an option. Mm-hmm. Or I can choose to dive back into a core value of mine, which I talk about all the time, which is my faith. Mm-hmm. And it's really about where do you get the most comfort in your pain? Not to right. quote your last session, but it's like, yeah. figure out where you get like, you have a you have a choice to make in terms of how you want to live your life and what you choose to believe. Mm-hmm. And Catherine, you always say this, like there's nothing that's happening in our life that God has doesn't have his fingerprints on. Yeah. And so if we believe that, then the choice is a little bit easier for me, right? Mm-hmm. I think like, okay, I don't know why this is happening. Um, I don't feel great about it right now. I'm a little mad in the Mm -hmm. moment. I'm a little hurt. I'm a little sad. Right. But I'm choosing to believe that this is happening for a reason and maybe I don't understand it and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And so I make the choice, no matter how far I veer off, I always come back. Right. Yeah. That's a really interesting point about what you just said, Kristen, about understanding 
it nowhere in the Bible does God say, understand me. It's just trust me. And so it's, it's interesting to think about that and think we, as humans, we want to understand, we want to get our hands around why. And for some reason, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this, but why do we need to know why? You know, what is it about knowing why that brings us comfort? I think the thought of knowing why brings us comfort. Mm. I think sometimes the answers don't bring us comfort. Yeah. We just think it's going to. Right. Right? If we can just somehow make sense of a situation or or, or something that's going on, if we can noodle it through, if, if we can think about it and make sense out of it, then we'll find some comfort. Mm. Um, but, but sometimes it just doesn't bring the comfort that we want when we do find out, you know, uh, why something happened or, you know, or didn't happen. Um, But I think it's, it's in choosing to have faith and choosing to believe God's word. Mm -hmm. What he says is his promise. Um, That's a better place to be, to try to understand the mind of the creator of this universe who says your thoughts are so far from mine. Mm. But we're we're just these human beings who are created in God's image, but certainly not God. We're going to be a work in progress for the rest of our lives. But we do tend to think, because in our regular lives, sometimes um, if we understand why we're doing something, it makes sense to us, if Mm -hmm. we can make sense of something. But not always what's happening in our lives when it comes to God and the circumstances or or painful situations or lessons we're learning that we're going through. It's the desire to understand just so we can, I think, try to make sense of it in our own mind. And they're just things that we have to, in faith, just say, I, it doesn't matter if I ever understand this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow what God says. I'm going to believe his word over my feelings mm-hmm. and trust that, that. That's that's good. And, you know, Kristen, I know like you're steeped in, you know, a trial right now. And I think, does that, does that help you? I mean, to, to know why. Well, I was going to say this isn't this isn't a healthy answer, but the right. reason I want to know why is so that I can regain control. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like oh. in a lot of ways I'm embarrassed to say that, but that's that's true in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. right? It's like I want to know exactly what's going on for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um because I'm kind of over whatever it is this lesson that that I'm supposed to be learning. Like I feel like I've already learned it. I'm ready to move on. All right. You know? Yeah. Um, I've taken this class before. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been here. Okay. Perseverance. Check. Got it. Right. Right. Um, I feel like my muscles as strong as it's going to get. Can we move on? Yeah. And um, I think it's a great question, right? Like what does knowing that answer really help us with? Mm-hmm. And um, this, you know, it kind of also ties back into what you're talking about, the visible and the invisible, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've seen things happen in our lifetime, regardless of how old we are, um, that we never would have thought happened, mm-hmm. right? Like to think that we might live in a world where there's like driverless cars is mind-blowing. Right. Yet 
we will see that very soon, right? right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we'll accept that when no one would have believed that 100 years ago. It's not possible. But yet, for whatever reason, we dig our heels in with this whole faith thing because we can't see it. Right. That's a really good point. That's a really good point. Or how about when you get on an airplane? You're not, I mean, until the end, I mean, I don't usually see the pilots, you know, oftentimes the cockpit door is closed. That's it. But you just trust that someone's up there flying it. It's so true. And that yeah. he or she's in a good mood. They're not having a bad day. Oh, right? right. Like, <laughs> you yes, know, um, so true. Yeah. It's such a good point. We, there's so much trust in blind faith that we put in a lot of things in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, you know, we've been talking about it for a while now. This is just a really hard one. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't try though, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean, you know, that you don't work through it, that you don't let God know that you're struggling, that you're angry, that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have really helped me in terms of how I pray for things and mm-hmm. what I say. Mm-hmm. And um, that makes a huge difference, right? Um for as hard as things might be for us right now in, in this storm that we're in, I, I do feel a lot more at peace. So you guys have really helped me with that. Oh, glad to hear that. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, for for you that are just listening and maybe, you know, going through it, don't ever question the fact that, your God, our God, is not big enough to handle any of your emotions. And that mm-hmm. that's okay. It's okay to be angry. It's okay right. to be hurt. It's okay to be disappointed. It's okay to say, I don't get it, and I might never get it. We have a God that's big enough to handle every emotion. He gave us those emotions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's okay to go to God with that. It's just still going to God. It's keeping that communication line open. And in keeping that vaca- uh, that um, communication line open, we're talking to God. And in our talking to God, we're opening our hearts that he can speak back to us, whether it's through his word, whether it's through the word of encouragement from someone else, uh, or through a song or a sermon or whatever. When we keep that line of communication open, then our faith can be built you know that's right yeah you know it's that's in- so true Gina yeah. and I think um you think about just the best relationships you have in your life right like the people like there's no way you can cut them out of your life you're too close right mm. so no matter how angry you get or disappointed um you might go sometime without talking to them but it's not going to be forever mm-hmm. right like you just know that you've got to address it because you care about them too much that's yeah. just the relationship that God wants to have with us, right? He just wants, he, he doesn't want to be shut out. And so um, I feel a little bit like a hypocrite given how I felt over the last year. But like, it's this realization that I've had that you just don't shut those people out of your life that you're really close with. Right. And that's the relationship he wants to have with us. Like mm-hmm. good or bad, just talk to me. Right. Well, we're his children, right? If you know the Lord, we're his children. And it's like with my sons. I mean, these are grown guys. Um, 
but I'm their mom, mm-hmm. and I don't want them to ever not talk to me. And it doesn't matter if I understand the choices that they're making or they agree with what I'm doing. It doesn't matter that just talk to me, right? It's when you close yourself off from somebody that there's distance that grows in a relationship. And I think sometimes people think that they have to be able to come before God in a prayer in the right mindset, in the right frame of mind with this just just the reverence of being uh, with a kind heart and, and, and an open heart when we go to God. But he doesn't say any of that. He mm-hmm. just wants us to talk to him, to communicate with him, to stay open to him. And and through the process, you're going to see that He's he is with you, that he never left you. Mm-hmm. That in the times we've talked about this before, that we feel like he's the most, the furthest away. Sometimes when he's holding us the closest, mm-hmm. we just don't see it. you know yeah so true you know and I think about the um the concept of faith first have you guys ever thought about this where you know it's before a prayer is answered or before an individual has received you know what they've requested from God uh whatever it is when we come to him in prayer and we ask for it if we get that, um, immediately, right. Yeah. Immediately. (laughs) Right. Then faith is not needed. Right. You know, so I think about a first, like having a faith first mentality and like the challenges that, that come alongside with this. And so back to the invisible invisible, you know, can we see the invisible, the confidence, the belief, the trust that we have in God? Can we see that, right? Without seeing the uh, immediate evidence of that. And so back to choosing faith, will we choose it? Will we choose to see the invisible, really? Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. You know, that's the goal. That's the goal when when we want to come alongside of you when you're hurting and mm-hmm. you're down and you're discouraged. Uh, choose faith, choose to hold on, choose Mm -hmm. to have hope, choose to believe, you know, even in those tiny baby steps that we take, choose faith. Have a rebounding faith. That's right. (laughs) Right. And and those times that you feel like you're you're going to lose it, right? You've lost it. It's getting it back. That's the rebound. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it's yours for the taking. That's right. But we have to take the hold of that faith, you know, and choose it and choose it. Absolutely. And so I thought it would be good to close this episode with uh, really talking just a glimpse about hope, right? And that hope is a confident expectation um, and that hope is really faith in the future tense. It's trusting something in the future. And so I'm wondering, you know, as we're going through, you know, dark times and these trials and storms and, and, you know, you think about the disciples in the middle of, of the boat, you know, in the middle of the storm. So is hope difficult to muster in really dark times? Like really believing we're going to get to the other side when we cannot see it. So hope, so faith in the future tense. Yeah, I think that it is 
I think that it is in hopelessness that there's the most loss. Yeah. Um, when you don't have hope, mm-hmm. when you don't have any hope that tomorrow will be better. Um, and we've seen so much in the last year through COVID and the increase in suicides yeah. and the lack of hope. And when you get to that point, and I have been to that point in my life, yeah. you know, it's been Me many, too. many years ago, but, but not believing that I, that I have a purpose or that this place is better without me than that lie in that lie. And to lose all hope is to believe in that lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so hope, I think, is sort of uh, grasping onto that future tense. It's putting it into action and saying, okay, I'm going to hold on to the hope that things will be better, mm-hmm. that they, I can get through this dark time, that right. God will not leave me and or forsake me. So I, I think it can be really difficult, but I think it is essential. Mm-hmm. It's essential in our walk. Yeah. What do you think, Kristen? I agree. I think that, again, it's like at, at the core, that is what I believe. But when you're in the middle of a re- really, really challenging time, it can be hard yeah. um, to see the forest through the trees, you mm-hmm. know? And yeah. um, I-, I think it's something that um, I constantly pray about, right? And I lean on people like you two and others in my life to help me get back in focus. And when I say get back in focus, it's lead me back to God. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and to your point, putting that faith first and reminding me that I'm in a, I'm in a tough time and he's right there with me. And, you know, all of the things we've spent the last hour talking about, um, I feel like, you know, it's interesting, Catherine, because I'm just kind of having this aha moment mm-hmm. right now, but yeah. it's like, that that kind of helps to be make the invisible visible, mm. right? Like if you have your your tribe and your supportive people who are going to get you back to God when you're struggling, in a way, that is the visible side of things, right? Right? Yeah. And um, I think if you can get back to that and get back to a place where you're just talking with God, I I just feel like I can see him doing work in my life. And that gives me hope again. Right. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. I think if we just get, it's sort of like, do you guys remember the movie E.T.? Right. When they, Uh, Elliot was leaving the little Reese's pieces, you know, along the path and E.T. was following it, you know, to get to his house. I think about that. It's like if God just leaves us little Reese's pieces, you know, just something to kind of reassure us in those moments. We're not there yet. We're not to our destination. But it's that that moment where we just know, you know, he's with us. It's just it's not a ton. It's not a lot. It's just a little a little bit, you know, nugget. Yeah, just a little nugget. And so. Um, so that's really good, Kristen. And, you know, I, I want to touch on one thing too, going back to when we were talking about knowing why Hmm. for me, knowing why helps that it was not in vain. Hmm. 
So it attaches purpose to it. Right. So I may not be able to change it, control it, um, you know, have any impact on the timeline whatsoever. But if I understand that it happened to me for a reason in which uh, will either help me grow or help someone else, um, I'm okay with that. Like somehow I know that the suffering was not for naught, you know, it was, it meant something. Yeah. And God promises that there mm-hmm. is the purpose in our pain and that a, not a single tear is wasted and right. that he captures them in a jar. And that's how much he loves us. So I think that's a great point of just, gosh, if you just know that there was yeah. a purpose for it. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting when I think about hope, you know, faith in future tense and what we really stake our hope on, you know, it's obviously we want to know that the situation we're facing, there's an end to it and hopefully a beneficial outcome. But in actuality, it's more about our relationship with God and what changes and how he changes us through those difficult circumstances. So it's, you know, looking back over really painful and tough times, you know, and seeing me entering into the storm as one person or with one character trait and exiting out the other side a little bit more polished on that trait. Now I have a long way to go, um, but you know, to know that it was for a reason and a purpose help helps me. And I can be hopeful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So I am very excited, ladies, to um, for next week and our next episode, because we're going to be talking about uh, courage. So this week was encourage. And next week is courage, where we're going to be able to really identify what courage looks like and look at the courage to move forward and act uh, in painful times. So I look forward to both of you joining me and uh, tackling this topic. And I think it's going to be a good one. So, uh, looking forward to it. yes, I know me too. So, um, on that note, we just want to encourage you. If you've liked what you've heard today, um, you want to join us. We hope you do, uh, be sure to subscribe to rebounding faith, our channel and like it here. Uh, and we will continue. That's our promise to you. We will continue to be consistent and, Uh, produce these episodes weekly, and we look forward to walking alongside with you in rebounding faith. Have a great week, ladies. God bless. Thank you for joining us. Come and join us next week and be sure to like and subscribe to Rebounding Faith.